Paul, tell us what were the key factors contributing to the surge in global vegetable oil prices in 2022? Yeah, thanks for having me. The main contributing factors was the Ukraine war that broke out in 2022. Uh, we saw prices uh, increasing sharply and restricting availability, especially of oil seeds, onto the you know international market. Russia and Ukraine, the two countries, are the biggest or major exporters of, of oils, sunflower oil, uh, into the international market. So that resulted in a spike in prices or, you know, in the vegetable oils complex globally. So that, that's one of the factors that affected that. And obviously, production challenges in other areas also impacted on the availability and significant increase in prices. And in what way does an increase in canola plantings help the prices of vegetable oil? Yes, we've seen an increase in planted area, firstly, and the yields were fantastic this year. And hence, you know, the harvest looks at, uh, at the moment, looks at a 13% increase year on year in in tonnage of canola, uh, which is good news for both the farmer and the consumer. The processing of canola is mainly for oil and other byproducts, and therefore, hence, uh, the, uh, you know, a positive contribution towards maintaining prices relatively low on the consumer side. And when it comes to sunflower? The situation is with sunflower. The previous season that just ended, so a contraction in, in the number of hectares. This year, we expect a rebound. Indications are that we're going to have a rebound in the planted area for for sunflower, which is positive news, together with a higher uh, canola you know, production and an increase in sunflower production, this will increase availability on, on the domestic market. We are still a net importer, uh, increased availability on the domestic market, but also the negative trend in, you know, in prices growth on the international market then uh, means that there's limited upside for cooking oil on the domestic market uh, if there's no exchange rate blowout or any other major turmoil on the international market. With that being said, Paul, we're now at the end of the year with only one month left before 2024. What would you say were some of the major challenges crop farmers experienced during 2023? Yeah, so uh, this year, no big challenges really on the crop side. Hence, we had that bumper you know, harvest, except that uh, obviously the issue of logistics, the issue of uh, energy, has been a big issue for crop farmers and also for the agricultural sector in general. We saw what has happened in the livestock industry with the, the chicken companies that had to endure a lot, you know, a long extended load shedding that resulted in, you know, having to build capacity to run generators for longer periods, and obviously that add into their into their margins. So was very negative. So infrastructure that has dilapidated in terms of roads affected the movement of produce to markets, costing farmers significantly. So those are the those were the challenges in 2023. But generally on the on the weather front, things were not necessarily that bad, except I mean at the tail end of the winter season with floods in parts of the Western Cape. But generally uh, it was a relatively good year for the agricultural sector. And what are your expectations and predictions for next year? Well, we expect another good season for the agricultural sector. Despite the current El Nino conditions, indications are that it will start dissipating into the second half of 2024. And so far, you know, conditions have been relatively favorable. But with, uh, with about a month to go at the period between uh, mid-December into mid-January, 
the very critical crop period. We will have to monitor that, but uh, if nothing happens during that, that period, then we'll be out of the woods and uh, we should expect a, a relatively good uh, agricultural season for, for, for South Africa.